What up? It's your boy, Ilwin. You are now listening to the No Tea, No Shade Show. We got a jam-packed show for you. But first, you know we had to get into the fire tunes, right? Tap in with your boy. Let's go! Me and my partners on the radio is super live. Cranking up the tunes, they gon' bang us on the east side. First I play the jam, so you turn up, Illy, get it lit. When it hit the speakers, if you twerking, boo, don't quit. Hold up to the club real slow, with the lights off. Dancing on the table, if you sweating, take your top off. Brothers at the bar, sipping, passing that Hennessy. All she want for her birthday is goose egg. How you figure? I ain't pimping, they be jocking me. I ball hard, they wanna kick it like a soccer team. Like a pose, getting cheese, they ain't stopping me. Step out fresh, haters press, cause the team. Hello and welcome to the No Tea No Shade Show. I'm your host, Kimberly Jones. Um, the No Tea No Shade program is a culturally diverse LGBTQ music show with entertainment interviews and informative conversation. Yes. And it is actually hosted by some fantastic hosts. Aqua Bree and Jay Fats, what's up? What's up? What's up? Happy to be here tonight. Yeah, what's up? I'm happy to be here. You know, per usual, no tea, no shade. How's your week's going? I would say, you know what, the week is there. It's it's there. Can't wait for uh, it to be over. Uh. <laughs> I feel that I don't know. I I don't know if it's because it's getting colder or what, but it is dragging. Like it just it seemed long. Like it's it's the beginning, but the end of the week at the same time. I feel that it's definitely dragging, like RuPaul. <laughs> so let's just get into the show okay first up queer excellence say the name we're gonna give queer excellence to billy eichner billy eichner is making a historic gay rom-com to feature all lgbtq main cast some of the people that's going to be on the cast are some of your favorites like T.S. Madison and Miss Lawrence, Guy Branham. I know him from Chelsea lately. That was my show. He had me dying when he was on there. And I don't even want to pre- butcher his name. Oh, but he was on Scandal. He was on Scandal. He played crazy. And he's a really good actor. And Simone from RuPaul's Drag Race. It, it seems like it's going to be a really good movie. Um, Universal Pictures is actually putting it together. So I'm excited to look forward to it because I really like Billy Eichner. I love his show, Billy on the Street. Billy on the Street. We're making dreams come true. Billy on the Street, 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 Street. He's so Hey, funny. hit that tune. 
<laughs> Come on, you better say. That is my show when he be asking people questions for a dollar and then arguing with the people of New York. It's a hot mess and I'm here for it. It sounds chaotic. It is very chaotic. Very. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Billy Eichner. Yes, definitely, man. Shout out. I cannot wait to tune in and support. This is something I feel like we need right now. I like the cast, so I'm I wanna see what is going to be hitting for based off of that i feel like there's some heavy hitters on there so um congrats to billy's but i'm excited to tune in to see what it's going to be on same here and that brings us to say their name 50 bands a 21 year old black transgender woman was shot to death in baton rouge louisiana on january 28th Friends and family of 50 bands and advocates said her name as they released balloons to remember her life on Facebook. One friend shared, when are we as a community going to do something? 50 bands. Say, Say their, their name. Alexis Braxton. Also known as Kimmy Icon Braxton. A 45-year-old Black transgender woman was killed on February 4th in Miami. Braxton was a hairstylist and active on social media, posting regularly. One of her most recent posts said, they can't stop my shine. Family and friends held a balloon release to honor Alexis' life on February 8th and have been remembering her on social media. With one saying, I'm beyond devastated. Alexis Braxton. Say, Say their name. name. Rest in peace to those who lost their life due to tragic violence. Yes, definitely. Rest in peace. And I feel like she is right in our post. When are we all going to stand up? We ain't going to like each other, but at least support and protect each other when we see each other down. And I'm going to just leave it with that one. Agreed. On a lighter note, we're going to hop in the tea room. Whoop, 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 Hey. Yay. First stuff on the docket is Miss Kelly Price. They was putting out SOSs for sis. They didn't know where she was. And her sister had came out, like, what's going on? And it was like a whole spectacle, really, about finding Kelly Price. It was like, mm-hmm. where in the world is Kelly Price? Yeah, Like I said, her sister came out and said they haven't been in contact with her for over a month. And she was extremely concerned. Um she made claims allegedly that her children wasn't in contact with her. And after that, some days go by and people say Kelly Price reached out to them. Um, one of those people be it that Nikki Gilbert and Nikki Gilbert got on her platform and said Kelly Price called her. And while she was doing that, she was also raising money for a fundraiser. So that made the brat 
feel some type of way because Kelly Price is actually her friend, the rapper, the brat. And she got on her girlfriend's platform and just was like, this is some BS. Y'all are exploiting this moment. And then after that, Kelly Price came out and she revealed that she died and they brought her back to life. And she was struggling with COVID. Crazy. Yes. So it was, it was a lot. I just feel like I don't even know where to begin with this story. It's so like unimaginable. Is it like the fact that she experienced COVID and literally died from her, you know, like symptoms you know or I can't even think of the words right now like it's just so baffling that this woman went through this experience and is still alive to come out into the media and say you know hey I'm still here and I experienced this and I know it's a lot of madness going on around me as far as Nikki Gilbert like I'm with the brat like you're her friend And if she calls you and she expressed to you what she was going through, especially, I don't know if she disclosed to you how severe her situation was with her having COVID, but you knew that she was, it was severe enough for her to be MIA. Like it's hashtags, where is Kelly Price? Like that, come on. Like the nation is, CNN reported this. Like, come it's serious at this point. Like they, they trying to get the views too. Like it's, it's that big. So the fact that you would, how I feel the brass said, exploit, it's, it's real, I feel telling of your character. Like this is your friend for how many years you was in a group with her and it's life or death literally. And you talking about some whole other shit besides what she going through and what the world tr- needs to hear. Like you, cl- you're the, you, somebody that's close to her and somebody that they know is close to her, that you will be beneficial in this situation. So I'm kind of with the brat on that. Like it's kind of foul for her to do that, but all in all, I'm happy that she's okay. And I'm just praying for her to be, you know, healing and recuperate as best as she can and staying out the beef and the drama and I did say she, I, I seen she addressed her sister and she said that she didn't even talk to her in the first place. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's kind of suspicious, too. Maybe her sister was trying to be in a limelight, too. You really don't know in the situation. It's all just sad. Like, she's experienced so much. So the fact that she has to be in the media on top of all of this is just crazy. But prayers up to Kelly. Yes, I I definitely have to second that. Like, you know, with the situation that was going on with COVID being so severe and somebody who's actually experienced COVID, I can only pray for her and hope that, you know, she is getting healing. I don't know, maybe she just cho- chose wrong wording or whatever, but if she really did pass from that and they was able to re- bring her back after a couple of days, you know, it's a lot when it comes to dealing with that. And, you know, I really just hope and pray that she has a speedy recovery because that can really do some damage to your body. And I I just really hope and pray for you. That's all. 
I, I, I'm really meaning that from genuinely from my heart. The situation with the Brad and um, Nikki Gilbert, that was some bullshit. Like, you could have sat here and really did a whole separate video promoting, you know, whatever you were promoting. This is an actual personal thing. You're letting her fans know that she is okay, she's fine, and you could have left it at that. But for you to sit here and use the publicity that is going off of the situation at this time and use that to promote your shit, like, no, come on, girl. That's a hot-ass mess. Stop. The brat had every right to say what she said. Period. And that's that's on period. Like, Nikki, I, I love you, great voice, but sometimes you just do some unnecessary shit. <clears throat> No tea, no shade. All tea, all shade. All offense. Listen up, Nikki Gilbert. First and foremost, I want to say peace and blessing and sending healing and positive energy to Kelly Price because COVID is serious. And I don't I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I wouldn't wish that on nobody. Like COVID is no joke. And I'm glad that she's alive to tell her story. I actually seen a video of her speaking about it where she said she did pass away from it, but they ended up getting her back and she's still struggling with COVID. So I'm just sending her all the love and light I can. But Nikki Gilbert, Selena Johnson already had you by the edges on R&B Divas. I'm surprised you have anything left to say after that. She dragged <laughs> There was nothing left of you after that. And then you get on your platform uh, and you... You're you're exploiting exploiting a personal moment that you had with a so-called friend. That's foul. And the brat had every reason to cuss you out because then you got on your platform trying to shade the brat and her girlfriend for speaking up about you doing some foul ass shit. And Kelly Price's sister, like I, family matters. I just really feel like that shouldn't even be on social media. That's really none of our business. If y'all having some issue or if you are really concerned about your sister, I would never take it to social media. I feel like that's some stuff you should hit her up about. And if she's not um, responding to you, chop that up to the game, but continue to reach out. But I would exploit that and put that out for some clout because it came out like when it does settle, you came out looking like a cloud chaser. You doing all these interviews about your sister. And I understand you want a relationship with her, but it just makes you look bad. Um, but yeah, Nikki Gilbert, I'm done with you. I've been done with you when you try Selena Johnson and um Angie Stone. Man, she really did. And, and I'm telling you, Selena Johnson read her for filth. Read her ass. She did. Yes. She checked that ass. Yes, she did. Memory lane. Memory lane. It was iconic. It was an iconic drag that I will never forget. Can we, can we like just add the clip? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am going to add it in here. She, uh, she said, yes. Would you play the $20,000? Voice. You We're not doing that. My what? DVD. What? You lying bitch. Bring it down, Godzilla. Bring it down. I know you've been talking SpongeBob. Bring it With down. Wet ass 
that you got on, bitch. You super whack. Now that I am at 1,000, I definitely got to get out of here. I am uh, exiting uh, stage left. Yes, I'm a bitch. A bitch that's better than you, that's cuter than you, and that's more pulled up than you, bitch. And you hate but it. But you work for You hate me. it. Bitch, I ain't never worked for you, you bitch. For me. I don't work for you. you work bitch, for I ain't me. never worked for you. Uh, and never. Wiggy. Okay, Bobby, because you a man, bitch. All right. A man with a wig. You're a hot mess. And your lips look like a baboon's ass. I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm very, very calm, bitch. What you've done to these women is a sin. And there's a special place in hell for a bitch like you. A special place for a bitch that causes division within other women. It is a special place for you. The truth is, you're the common denominator. Everybody knows that you're a hot mess. You're going to look a mess with those black gums and all. That's low. And them knock-ass knees. Thank you and good night. Better than, like, it was, it was brutal. It was really brutal. It was like a hardcore drag. Like, I oh. remember that. <laughs> it was intense. I felt bad for her. But at the same time, I didn't because she was doing a lot of sneaky, foul stuff. Legitimately. And the type of drag that she got was a type that she needed and she deserved. Like, <laughs> she signed up for that. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you better say she oh did. God. She left that table bald. Uh, okay, <laughs> she she should have felt empowered by that. Okay, actually, yes. she had hey. no follicle left. <laughs> never do, do something the devil ain't never did. Leave you alone. Leave you alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but on a sad note, the Sex and the City actor. Willie Garson dies at age 57. Famous for his role, Stanford, on Sex and the City, his family confirmed it with Variety on Tuesday. I was a huge Sex and the City fan, so I just wanted to mention this because his character, Stan, I really loved his relationship with Carrie. It seemed so genuine and realistic. So it's sad to see him go because to me, he is an icon because that's an iconic show and his role was very important, I feel, for um, visibility for LGBTQ people. I, I definitely will commend that. I'm going to be honest. I really didn't get into uh, Sex in the City like that. I would catch an episode here and there. And it was funny when I saw it. I do remember his role vaguely. And I thought he was really funny, and I love the, the fact that he was portraying a gay guy, and I definitely do agree with it was definitely notoriety for us and to be seen and to be placed out there. So I, I want to show mad love to you and definitely prayers to your family with their healing right now. So, you know, um, I hope you're looking down, and much love. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Todd. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, um, I definitely uh, didn't watch Sex in the City like heavily, but I did catch a few episodes. So I do recall his character and everything. So I want to give him mad props to, you know, portraying a gay man on 
know, TV and doing his thing and I commend him, but also I, I want to send prayers to his family and his loved ones and anybody who's worked with him, you know, or just experienced his energy because he, outside of that, I could just tell that he was an amazing person, just like seeing his interviews, a couple, I've seen a few um, where he was just speaking, but, you know, just prayers to his family and wishing them mad healing and love. Yes, same here. Rest in peace. I was a huge Sex in the City fan. Uh, Stan, I thought he was very, like a normal gay guy. He wasn't extremely flamboyant. He was kind of cynical and that related to me. Like he had a dry sense of humor. He wasn't abbed up and pumped up, but they had those other type of characters on that show too. But he just, his character was so relatable and real. So Mm -hmm. rest in peace. Uh, You will definitely be missed and you really left something on this earth that I feel like people are always going to go back and watch and feel seen. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And now to know more about the character, I definitely want to say thank you. In other news, Cynthia Bailey announced on Instagram in an Instagram message on Monday that she will be leaving the real housewives of Atlanta. Bailey has been on the hit Bravo reality series for 11 seasons. In her post, she noted that she has made a very difficult and heartfelt decision not to return to next season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Gretchen Wieners have left the building, child. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You know what? Say she wasn't Gretchen. She was. Uh, She she had the vibes. Death. I mean, I want to say I would miss Cynthia, but she was the queen of nothing. Like, she didn't bring too much. I mean, we've seen her go through two husbands, and she's a pretty girl. But I really didn't feel like she had a backbone. She was loving. She loved everybody. She was everybody's friend. But a friend to everyone is a friend to no one. And I do like that she did stand up to Nene. She was giving it back to Nene at one point. Like, girl, you know what? I ain't scared of you. And I'm going to read back. Okay, made a season. Made a season. She tried. But her time has run its course. I do love Cynthia, though. Yeah, I feel like maybe just being a real housewife, like that show just, or you know, that, that, you you feel me? She need a different type of of lane, you know, like, I want to see her do something like uh, maybe a modeling show, you know, like something that is Tyra Banks-esque. Like, we don't, we don't see anything like that anymore, you know? Maybe something inclusive like that where she could have guests like, you know, my girl Lizzo on there. You feel me? So I'm hoping they feature her or, you know, give her a show, do her, give her a check. You know, she is, I guess, TV worthy as like she has the platform already. So like let her use it, you know, just give her a bag. Uh, I don't know. 
not real housewife bag, but a Birkin, you know. <laughs> not the Birkin though. Okay, no tea, no shade. Cynthia, I would have been okay with you staying on as a friend, like um, Marlo's position. Let them switch you out and have Marlo take your peach. Because I'm sorry, it's been time that Marlo deserves the peach. As Ooh. much as we all talk the shit about Marlo, Marlo is entertaining, especially when her and Nene was together. Oh, Lord, them two was a mess. And I can see the why they friends. I can see why they really click hard together. Them them girlfriends that fall out. But bitch, don't talk about my friend behind my back. I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can talk about her to you, but you better not say that's the bad about her back to me. So Cynthia, I don't know if this was just your scapegoat and just say, oh, I really didn't get my contract. They really want to bring me back. So before they say something, I'll say something. So I can look like the worthy one here. I don't know. But Cynthia, I really commend you. You have left a little legacy on the Housewives of Atlanta. Continue with all your future endeavors. I definitely hope you have all the blessings and all the success. But you're just not strong in that area. You know, not by yourself. You you a good Co-co-co-star. The whole show needs a rebranding. Look, Cynthia, you do have a legacy at the real Housewives of Atlanta. I am a Housewives of Atlanta stan, and I've been watching since season one. I just feel like y'all should bring the original cast back. Cut out these young girls on here trying to fight over um, Pastor Troy or whatever the fuck they doing now. That shit is stupid. It's dumb. Get rid of all them young girls. Give me the original cast and maybe throw in a Phaedra. Um, I feel like that would be interesting. Or just get rid of the whole show. If you are not going to preserve the legacy of the show. Because I feel like now it's just become girls meeting up, being catty, and being dumb. Even though that's kind of what it was always about. But I feel like with Nene, there was some comedic value there. And that first season, she really had haters. Like, Sheree was really hating on her for no reason. She was. And <laughs> Nene is entertaining. Like, she is pop culture. You can't use a GIF. If you use GIFs, you're going to use a Nene Leaks GIF. You're going to quote Nene Leaks. Hey, I like she I, has the staple household energy. I quoted Nene Leaks today, thinking about a ghetto experience. I was like, what is this, honey? <laughs> Woo child. <laughs> I said what I said. We got Phaedra, too. She got some quotable things. Yes, she do. And so does Sheree. Sheree has one. Who gonna check? Me, Who gonna check me, boo? Okay, <laughs> she she wanted. Did she copyright it? Because I feel like she, if she could, she would. She would have had the bag on everybody who said it every second. Sheree was a scammer. First of all, Atlanta. Season, she was throwing that. <laughs> she was throwing that party for a fashion line that never came out. <laughs> 
every season she was doing stuff that didn't manifest. How does she have a a fashion line each season that never like that never nobody can ever buy? Like, but she had the whole the whole like. I was so so confused. I was waiting. I'm confused. Shit. Did her house? Did the house finish getting built? Like now, now I'm rethinking. It did. It did. Shout, it, 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 it did, except it did. for the basement. Okay. And wow. Kenya Moore. Yeah. Just <laughs> don't, please. <laughs> I feel like Kenya Moore is the perfect villain, but she just do too much. Like I, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. I, I could see the show without her, but I can't. Like I like the drama that she brings. I would never want to be around her in real life. <laughs> She's but, so childish. She is childish. She's dark sided. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I just feel like the whole show just needs a revamp. I wouldn't even mind if they did something nostalgic and just brought those old girls back and gave us something. Because I feel like it's so much that could happen if you bring those old girls back and throw in maybe a Phaedra and just give me that old thing. Yeah, it's like they could revive themselves if they, you feel me, do what they need to do, not what they want to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I'm not going to lie. I really do feel like it. I agree. I really feel like it needs a revive. No, not all the old girls, but I would definitely say bring me back. I'm okay with Candy Stan. Candy Kenny kind of gives you that sometimes I can rock with you. Sometimes if I want a new person to get some tea for, I, I can come to you. So you you stay there. Um, please bring Nene back. Marlo. I'm not going to lie. Bring Sheree ass because uh, you always want to be the dog bone. Um, whatever they was calling you on the show. The bone carrier. Yes, the bone yes. carrier. Yes. Yes. So, you know, let's bring you in. So now we got the OGs, but let's throw some new girls in there. I really don't know that much about. Um, uh, bring um, back him. I was about to say that. Do we not want Don't Be Tardy no. for the party? Yes, we need her back. He was funny as I fuck. No, I'm okay with Kim staying where she is. Let's have her mama with her. her of teeth training their kids, I commend you for it. Go ahead. I, <laughs> you got a village over there. You and Tori make the money. Do it. I agree, but seeing her getting read by black women, it was so satisfying. Like it felt like reparations. Really? Like in this is on TV. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I feel like that old cast, like. I'm just thinking, like, you know how they always re um, do those things when they do like a reunion, uh, a reunion, like how the Friends did a reunion mm-hmm. episode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do a reunion season and bring these girls Ooh. back and see how they interact with each other now and see what's changed and what's the same because nothing really changes and they still is gonna have a lot of the same issues and I, I guarantee it will be entertaining. Did the last time that Kim went over Nene house, like just a couple of years ago, <laughs> she said she had the bugs. And like, <laughs> and put, no, that was her daughter. Her daughter said that shit and put uh, it on the um, internet. Put it on the internet. 
that's a mess oh my gosh like and and that was the first time she has let her in her house after years or whatever so it's just like i agree they gonna have whatever they have against each other at this point it is what it is they can bring deshaun snow back no (laughs) (laughs) now that's worse than cynthia uh mm. Now let's now let's not talk about okay. She was a sweet girl. I really do not deny that Dion was really a sweet girl, but it was just like hmm. It was blah. She wasn't yeah, memorable. No, she just was not made for reality TV. Maybe later on down the line she might be an actress or okay. I, I, I could get that. Um, but that wasn't her lane. But you know who else? If they didn't bring back Kim, because I'm not a fan, I wouldn't mind seeing um, Lisa come back. Yes! I would love if Lisa came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I like her. And you, yes. Yep. yes, and you know she likes to read. And fight. Okay. Yes, no, 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 I'm about to be on that shit. Now, bitch, stop trying me. Mm-hmm. Yes, her and Phaedra. That would be interesting. Yes, they need to keep it like that. Yep. Yes, we're um super fans. Bravo, make it happen. Like yes. Uh, and if you use any of our ideas, we will like ten percent trademark. Whoa. Come on, we need it all. Copyrighted. Copyright. No see no shade. All right, so ooh, 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 this next topic. I love to see it. R. Kelly was convicted of racketeering. Jurors have found the R&B singer R. Kelly guilty of racketeering, including acts of bribery and sexual exploitation of a child, along with separate charges of sex trafficking. Yes. Lock them up, Yana. Throw away the key. What? Throw away the key. Burn it. Um. Well, being a black woman, female, um, I'm definitely glad to hear this because just knowing all of the things that R. Kelly has done to, you know, black girls and women in general, you know. It's disgusting, you know, and he's clearly not going to stop. He's serial with this shit. So to hear that he's being held accountable um, and it's only just the beginning, honestly, like this man still has even much more things to face. So just to see that he's he got something that's going to be holding him and that is literally going to keep his ass there i'm i'm happy to hear that like he do not need to be out at all and shit for the motherfuckers that was outside playing his music fuck you like for real i i'm not fucking with that nah <laughs> like for real I do. No. I do as well um so for i'm sorry i i pray to jesus for this moment and you know he gonna let the truth be told. And clearly, sir, 
This has been going on for years. You knew this was all going to finally come to mm-hmm. a fucking head. Like a pimple that is ready to pop. Like, nigga, did you not understand that it is not okay to mess with young girls? It's not. Like, I don't know what the common sense in your mind to make you think that. And I'm sorry for what you experienced as a child, but you shouldn't take that out on a child. A child had, another child ain't have nothing to do with what you went through. So now look what your ass is at. Now you about to be somebody's bitch in jail, but knowing them, they're going to probably keep you away from um, public population or whatever it's called. I ain't been in jail like that. But, sir, it, it's, it's time to throw away that key. And it's time for you to get some filling up in there. Let's, let's fill in on that booty. Okay. <laughs> I am disgusted and I'm happy to see the justice system do something right. Um, I wish Jeffrey Epstein would have been able to be locked up too, Mm -hmm. but I think that Jeffrey Epstein had too many connections, connections, too many famous people. They had to take him out because he, he was the bone carrier. He had a lot of information and a lot of shit on a lot of people. And with R. Kelly, I'm glad to see that he's going down, but I'm not comfortable knowing that it was a lot of people enabling his behavior and a lot of adults enabling his behavior and grooming females and participating in these shenanigans. So I think that they should be tried too. Right. It wasn't a, it wasn't a one person job. They all should be accountable. Everybody needs to take accountability for this disgusting, foul, vow shit. And R. Kelly and his fans, I have nothing to say to y'all. I'm just disgusted by y'all. Y'all are just flabbergasted. Like, I don't have no words. Literally. The fact that he even thrived this long is the support from the toxicity of all of this shit, like from everybody making him feel superior. Like he feel like he can't, he can't be touched. I'm R. Kelly. He believe he can motherfucking fly because motherfuckers got him feeling like he can motherfucking fly so he's doing he's acting like that but you know everything that goes on in the dark and closed doors that shit come to light like it's it's going to come to surface and everybody like i agree Ilway, everybody that was involved in this needs to be held accountable because for this man to be having something that has been going on consistently since the 90s until you know just a couple fucking years ago like what the fuck is that like that he had a strong base and connection of people and nah like it's he's not jeffrey epstein but that nigga had connections like him to be he 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 made so much music with many people you think people didn't know that or had some type of vibe like i i don't i don't believe that even with all of these artists out here who did music with him just within these last recent years or consistently like you had to know something and for them not to even be speaking on that even when all of that stuff started coming out was was really telling too like I was paying attention to that shit so I'm going to see if they name pop up in trial and if if he name drops them but I'm sorry to that man to have to have experienced all of the trauma that he did in his life but I agree with Jay Fast it doesn't 
make anything right for him to go out in the world and project doing that shit onto anybody. So cuff that nigga up. Like, I'm cool. Same. I have no sympathy for that man. Same. Same. And I feel like the Black community, we need to have a conversation about pedophilia and Mm -hmm. older men preying on younger women and boys. Yep. And how this is happening constantly in the hoods where it'd be like a little 13-year-old, 14-year-old girl or 15-year-old girl and her boyfriend is fucking 27. And nobody is saying shit about that. She coming up pregnant and have a baby by this man. And all of this scandalous shit that goes under the radar in the black community. But everybody want to talk about the gays when this sick shit is actually fucking happening. These nasty fucking old ass men are preying on little girls and stealing innocence from children and grooming them to do all type of nasty shit with each other. And they doing it to little boys, too. So children, period, children, period. I feel like the it needs to be talked about. And I hope R. Kelly going down, this exposes that behavior and lets everybody know that it's unacceptable. And these men will start getting tried for doing shit like this. Literally. Yes, like, real talk, it's one thing if, you know, you just met this girl, she looks a little older, but once you find out that age, especially if y'all ain't laid together yet, hold on, uh-uh. 15 to get your life, nigga. You better go. Leave uh, her the fuck alone. <laughs> boom. Uh-uh, bitch. Ain't no way they gonna track you back to me. But in this mindset and in this world, they don't care about that shit. It's okay. And everybody makes it okay, but it's not. And a lot of these young, and I gotta sit here and say one of these, a lot of these young people, stop doing that shit. Because I know I was young once before, and I like my being older. So, you know, and I like some young Cinderellas here and there, but not that damn young. Shit, let's be enough to be able to go to the bar together. But I got mine. So, you know, I just hope some of these people will sit here and really think about this shit. And, like, it's time to start having these talks with your kids, with these adults that y'all see that look a little funny. Hey, watch out for this behavior. Just just let's, as a community, be a little bit more cautious on what we out here letting our children do as well. I agree. And I feel like it makes it even harder for the parents who maybe have even experienced some type of trauma, uh, you know, whether it was sexual, physical, whatever it is. It makes it harder for them to even maybe let the children be out in the world and trust that they're going to be safe and okay. And then you got motherfuckers out here doing shit like that. Like he was praying on, on kids going to their school talking about, I'm, I'm going to get you in on this music, selling them a dream, you know, like, and it makes me even think of Aaliyah, like, and it's even more important for people to know her story, you know, and give her the respect that's due because even in the time that she was here when she separated from that man, she she didn't even want to speak on that. But she she that was power in that and she let it know that it it was it wasn't right then. You know, and that was so many years ago. So it's it's still baffling, you know, to just it be 2021 and this man just now being held accountable, like you said, J Fast, like 
parents need to be having these conversations with their kids. You know, if, if it don't feel right, like if you don't, it just anything, like just, I don't know. It's just so crazy, honestly. You lock them up, your honor. Throw away the key. Fuck that nigga. But <clears throat> on to something a little bit more positive. Lizzo performed at the Global Citizens Festival and she used her platform to say some very empowering things. She said, as we talk about climate change and making the world a better place and solving homelessness, we also have to talk about the institutionalized racism that happens in this country at all times. And if we don't talk about our history constructively, how can we build a better future? It's time to talk about things and it's time to make a change. And it starts within. You gotta better yourself so you can do better for others. She talked about homelessness. She was performing in Central Park and she let the audience know that it was an indigenous village that they basically destroyed to make Central Park. And I just thought it was really dope that she really used her platform to put that out there because a lot of people didn't know that information. I, for one, didn't know that. So shout out to Lizzo. Definitely, man, I love Lizzo. I respect Lizzo every everything that she does. I hate how people body shame her and play back and forth. But Lizzo really stands for something. And if you stand for something, you're going to get far in this world. Because if you fall for anything, you're just going to sit here and be lost. And I love that Lizzo did exactly what she did. And she said what she said. And more power to her. And I wish more artists would start doing this as well. And let's start building the community back up. Yes, definitely. I agree with both of y'all. Because it's Lizzo, the motherfucking humanitarian. You feel me? Like, she out here doing shit. You know, like, in your mind, you got this person that's famous, whatever, and they like your best friend, or you just cool with them. Like, I'm cool as fuck with her, for real, for real. Like, that's my dog. Like, she out here doing shit. And I'm really proud of her to be using her platform for something that is addressing something that's critical in this world to society that is going to bring positive change or even just start a conversation that's needed for change so big ups to her standing for everything that she do even amidst with everything that she's faced with with people just being so clearly products of society i'm i'm proud that she can see outside of that and still give it things that it doesn't necessarily always reciprocate to her so much love to you Lizzo and I'm so proud of you for doing your thing and you feel me keep that shit up yes Miss Lizzo you know the assignment you are doing what needs to be done you are speaking your mind you are pulling taking a page out of Nina Simone's book you are truly when they write about you in the future, when people talk about you, you are doing all the right things, talking about body positivity, owning who you are and not apologizing for who you are and empowering others while doing so. I just can't 
thank you enough like for you to be a pop star and you using your platform in such a revolutionary way is applaudable you are queen and you, you haven't dropped your crown yet and you don't plan on it either i i love you lizzo queen lizzo yes queen yes yes so um Shaquille O'Neal announces his retirement from being a celebrity I'm done with it Los Angeles Laker legend Shaquille O'Neal is one of the most famous NBA players ever countless people around the world know who he is however O'Neal recently revealed that he no longer wants to be a celebrity. He wants to be known for his kindness above anything. He said, these celebrities are going freaking crazy and I don't want to be one. I denounce my celebrityness today. I'm done with it. I don't want to be in that category. Celebrities are crazy. They really are. Don't call me that anymore. These people are out of their freaking mind with how they treat people, what they do, what they say. That's never been me. I never want to be looked at like that. I came from nothing. But just because I made it doesn't mean I'm bigger than you, smarter than you. Just because I have more money doesn't mean I'm better than you. I've never been that way and I never want to be that way. So I don't want to be in that category of people. You know what? That's real shit. Like that's real shit for somebody who does have the star power, the money, the brand that Shaq comes with. To see here and really say that, that tells you a lot about these famous people that we look up to. And look at how a lot of them change once they start making that money. Some of them change for the best. Some of them change, a lot of them change for the worst. And you do have people like Shaquille that be like, I got money. I really don't care about that. I just want to be known for my craft <clears throat> and just how I treat people. Because that stands to the length of time. And people going to always remember you like, hey, you had some scandals behind you, but I can never sit here and say he a bad man. And I even sit here and say that about his ex-wife, Shawnee. Some of the things she do, I may not agree with, but Shawnee has never ever disrespected Shaq and never came out of character about that man. And that shows that, you know, at the end of the day, he is still a good man. May not work with us, but he genuinely is about what he is. So, you know what? Shaquille, your name is just Shaquille now. I'll ever see you. I'll ever meet you. But I am going to autograph. For sure. I need the signature. So I agree. Big ups to you, Shaquille. Um, I want to piggyback off JFATS. I have never heard his ex-wife say anything negative about him, especially, you know, being a woman. It, when you are going through something as emotional as a split and for it to be public or you to be a celebrity of the time, quote unquote like and that's a lot of pressure like you could say anything you could do anything it's a lot of wild shit that could happen and the fact that nothing has came out against him or even 
you know, about his children, anything like that is very commendable to him. If, in fact, anything, everything that you see about Shaquille O'Neal that comes out is very positive. You see that he gives back a lot to the community. Like, I've been on this for a while. Like, even he donates shoes. Like, he has his own shoes and everything. Like, he does so so much that I think people don't know that he does behind the scenes like we see him on these little corny ass commercials and shit but well, he he's invested like he's locked and loaded you know honestly he he probably do he was on that shit for fun like he didn't have nothing to do but now he realizes you know the reality of it you know and probably with the world changing, he's like, nah, my fuckers is crazy. They losing a piece and I'm not with that. And it's really humbling to hear that he's still sticking to his roots no matter what and that he's just a stand-up dude. Like, feel me? So I'm proud to hear that and I just got big respect. So I'm still going to need that autograph too. So I'm with JFAS. We, we both right there together. Come on now. Okay. All three of us is. Cause I'm trying to get that autograph too. I grew up a big fan of the NBA and looking up to people like Shaq and Kobe Bryant and Allen Iverson and watching old clips of Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley and Dennis Rotman, all the old school basketball players that really had like some class about themselves. And to me, there's a distinction between a celebrity and somebody who was famous. Like to me, a celebrity is somebody who is just known for their popularity. It's really no, I don't know what we're celebrating with them to give an example would be like a Kardashian, but a famous person would be somebody like Michael Jackson, um, Beyonce, Beyonce, Shaquille O'Neal. And I wouldn't even category, cat- put Shaq in that category period. Cause he's not a celebrity to me. He, he's never been a celebrity. He's a legend. He's a famous. I, literally. Legend. Yes, I agree. He got fame. A living legend. Yes, fame off his merit and off his talents. These other hoes that's doing that other shit is not even, like, they're not even in the same category. Touche. Touche. That shit is real. Like, I I never thought about it like that, but that is so true. It is a difference between a celebrity and somebody that's famous. Speak facts. So, Will Smith, he did an interview with GQ. And he opened up about his personal life and shared things about his career and his relationship with his wife, Jada Pickett Smith. It kind of went viral. Me, personally, what people do in their personal relationships is up to them, but it kind of went viral because he was talking about... uh, them being non-monogamous at some point of their relationship and Twitter had a field day. Will and Jada was trending and the comments were just a lot. Some of them was funny, but it was just still like, I still feel like to each his own. And I'm very like uh, a non-monogamous defy heteronorms type of person. So to each his own. So um, I wasn't able to see everything that was in the media. Like, I know that's crazy. Like, what the fuck? Like, but for me, I was at work. I was doing shit. But I will say that 
I know when they was in the news about the August Alcina shit, like honestly, to each his own, whatever is anybody's business is theirs. And if they doing some shit that's between them and that is was solidified, that's none of your motherfucking business. Like in the words of Josh, mind your motherfucking business. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm about to play with you. Okay. Honestly, I feel like stepping into somebody's bedroom is disrespectful. Like you need to be in their living room. They living with you. You feel me? You in the kitchen with them. You you can cook with a motherfucker, but for you to be up in their bedroom and they didn't invite you there, bruh. Like, would you step back and for the world to be making comments? Like, it's really wild. I, I don't know if it's just because I'm more introverted or maybe just because I don't really be giving a fuck about no celebrity or, or like on a personal level, like in their lives, like to that extent. Like, that's their business. Like, let them be free. Like, people is people. And, and I'm sure if you was on the other side of that chopping block where you had an interview and the world had to hear it. You would feel a way about the world trying to step into your bedroom. So I'm, I feel like people just need to be respectful. Like if if you don't like it, you ain't got to comment. You ain't got to love it. You feel me? But just be respectful, if anything. This is a lot. And I got to just piggyback off of both of y'all. This is kind of like a subject to... If I don't share, there's no need. And the way that the world is set up now, like before social media, you really didn't know people's personal life until they started sharing. And I understand why they started sharing because of the fact that times are changing. But there, excuse me, there are certain things that should be left private. If you choose to share them, then be ready for any consequence that comes. But if I don't share my own personal life and business and what happens in my bedroom, that's none of your concern. And why are you so forced to know or want to know what goes on in my bedroom? Why? But it is fucked up how I came out. It is fucked up what she did. But I commend Will and Jada for sticking it out. But at this point, you know what? If it just ain't working, and I understand that you don't want to do divorce, but at a point in time in life, is dealing with the backlash worth staying and this just to prove a point? Sometimes it's best to be by yourself and you got to realize that. And if she came into the relationship from what I read in a little bit in the article that she really wasn't comfortable with monogamy and if you were, then you know, it may it may have shouldn't have went this far, but I think y'all have made two beautiful children, left a really beautiful legacy. Whatever y'all continue to do in y'all bedrooms, do it. Don't let social media in the world make y'all feel like y'all gotta sit here and start exposing y'all business. If y'all don't really want to do that and don't want to be that vulnerable in that way just for interviews, don't do that shit. It ain't none of our business for real. If we know, we know, we don't, we don't, we'll get over it. Uh, I read the, a little bit of the article and he was defending Jada. He was saying at the point um, that she was in other relationships, I believe he said that he was too. So it wasn't a type of thing where Jada was doing him wrong. Uh, but 
Jada is always going on her red table talk and having conversations. Uh, she did an um, episode about polyamory. I, I enjoyed that episode. And she always is touching on topics that I always find are very interesting and informative. And Jada is a very intelligent woman. And so is Will. He's a very intelligent man. And I don't think everything is black and white. I think some things do live in a gray era area. And I think that from what they have shared, their relationship could be in a gray area. And I don't think curiosity is a bad thing because we all are curious, but I would love to speak to somebody who is in an open relationship or polyamorous. And if y'all cool with that, they can come on No Tea, No Shade and we can talk about it because I know people are curious and I think it'd be a good conversation. That would be dope, yes. That would be dope. No, I agree with that. Hey, if y'all out there and y'all do that, Come on, let let us curious minds know. Get us into a little bit more of the lifestyle. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. And that brings us to the end of the tea room. And it's time to cleanse our souls and fix our life with Mo Health. Hey, so what's up, y'all? It's Awkward Bree, aka Mo Two Cap. And I will be hosting today's Mo Health segment. So today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what's the difference between resting and doing nothing. So if you like me, I'm sure, and many other people in this world, if you have found yourself doing nothing and feeling like, I am not accomplishing anything. I'm wasting time. I'm feeling like it's something that I can be doing, but instead I'm I'm just sitting here. Like I'm that damn tired that I, I literally can't do anything but sit here, but I feel bad for that. So if you're like that, this is for you. It's nothing for you to feel bad for. And rest is something that is required for you to do. If it's hard for you to differentiate between resting and doing nothing, most likely it's because you are a hard worker. You overwork yourself. You think that you need to complete everything. Like you may be feeling a lot of high stress a lot of times in your life. So if you don't have a good relationship with resting, then I advise you to take some time out and learn yourself and just sit the fuck down like literally sit down because if you don't rest you're going to wear your body out you need this time to refuel you need this time to do nothing literally doing nothing is something so I just want to add a quote in here that I was researching and so it says creating and doing comes in many forms including resting so resting is really crucial I mean it helps your body refresh um, you feel me, you can, you are able to heal so many other things. So if you're not taking out the time of your day to be considerate to yourself and resting and not thinking that you have to complete everything, then shame on you. You need to sit your ass down and this was for you. So I'm Awkward Bree, aka Motu Cap, and that concludes this day's Mo Health segment. So that brings us to the assignment 
And I think it's very fitting after talking about Lizzo's speech and using her platform that we give it to Lizzo. Yes. Lizzo. Lizzo, I definitely agree. I 100% agree. You know the assignment. You are passing it. Straight A's. There is no one in your class that's seeing you. A class act. Multifaceted, queen. Baddie. <laughs> Come on, you making big girls and toes. Hey. <laughs> I'm proud of you, queen. You doing your thing, for real. So keep that shit up again. Keep it up and keep your head up. Come on now, say that. And I got to give it to Lizzo, too. And this is real talk, and I got to give you mad love for this. You are the main reason why you are seeing more plus-size women, plus-size models getting the love and flowers and recognitions that they deserve. And now you're even starting to see people with physical, you know, handicaps and it's, I'm loving every bit of this and I feel like it needs to be shown more that you don't have to be this very petite woman or this big fat booty bitch that's on Instagram and I'm so flashy with another man's money who I can't even work for my own shit but you know do it not all of y'all but a lot of y'all are but you know Lizzo thank you and it's Definitely time to see more representation of all types of people in the world. And I love you, Lizzo, for what you are doing. You know what? Thank you for mentioning that. It's something that I wanted to talk about, too, for like the inclusiveness of women, um, regardless of their shape, size, uh, you know, skin color, whatever, if they have a physical impairment, you know, handicap, etc., is Rihanna. I don't know if you guys have seen the Fenty fashion yeah. show, but she did the thing with in, very, very inclusive. I was happy to see, like JFAS said, all of my big girls in there killing shit. Um, women and men. Huh? She had uh, women and men of all sizes. Yes, yes. Like literally everybody and I, I have it's very seldom that you can tune in on your TV and watch something like that like on your wherever you're watching that shit from but seeing that in 2021 man that shit was so dope and I love being able to see men women like just everybody from everywhere like I, I love that shit she did her thing and the Busta Rhyme shit that was tight for real You know what? I feel like Rihanna should also get the assignment. Thank you. Yes. Rihanna, you fucking did that. From start to motherfucking finish, you got the right girls. You got the right boys. You got the right material. You see the material. It was there. Honey, I lived. Everything about that was fantastic. Miss Rihanna, you are a queen and your brand is strong. And I love how inclusive your brand is. And you represent all people of all different walks of life. And you don't, you don't discriminate. And I love that about you. So shout out to Rihanna. Yeah. Yes. yes. 
Yes, all tens in the book. That fucking fashion show was everything. And I'm not gonna lie, every year it gets better. And I do have some fancy shit. And I I don't Ooh. I really could tell that when she says that she is really hands-on, that fabric feels so good. And even the smoker's jacket and pants. Oh yeah, I could see why her sh- her shit sells the way it does. Women support Rihanna. Fuck Rihanna. When your next sale happen, I'm gonna go get some more Fenty. You feel me? Stock up. So that brings us to the end of the show. And everybody, look under your seats. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> yeah. Anything y'all want to say to the people before we go? So long, farewell to you, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to say thank y'all for always tuning in with us every week. Definitely continue checking us out. Y'all are going to know that more is coming, and y'all will be seeing us very, very soon with more content. I definitely am happy to be here with y'all every night. And thank y'all for being here with us. Yes, definitely excited for you guys to be seeing more content from us soon. Um, and I love you guys per usual. I'm always excited to be here. It's always, oh, it's always a good one, good times. But thank you again to the listeners, um, like JFAS said, for always tuning in and being loyal and faithful. So, yes, like, what's up? Yes, shout out to the listeners. And I just want to leave y'all with a word. Roses are red, violence are blue. They found Callie Price, and I love you. All right. (laughs) I'm Jay Fats, and this is Tune It Up.
Tell me what you see in me Gotta be something different You must be made for me Patience is everything In and out, in and out, in and out Arguing, trifling, difficult Tryna ride my way, you don't surf Fuck the door, 54 verse Hit these pussy bitches where it hurt All these bitches round me rockin' burks D.R. Thong on ice slurk 30 rounds tucked up in the skirt 30 bad bitches in the burk Tiny put these bitches in the hearse Back ends comin' like the first Ass fat, stank, walk Know they lookin', got these bitches back in 
up. Cash out, can't talk, big break, pulling up, I'm acting up. Jimmy Choo, can't walk, bank ball, tell them they ain't bad as up. Only fuck em if you got a check, no. Only fuck em if you got a check, no. All the money, power, and respect. I got now and I got next. Tell them hold to try me if they bad. Whoever at the top, I'm on your ass. In the kitchen, whipping in the lab. Work a hoe and put it on my tab. How the leggy, yeah, I'm clever, really acting. Try me, I'ma show them what's happening. Only rock expensive fashion, diamonds in the paddock, ain't doing no cap. Race to the money, I'm see at top. Pull up in the coupe, no sauce on top. If I don't do none, I'm sleeping that Glock. If I help fall off, I'm sell that walk. Let them online, I'm shopping in the mall. Picking up everything but the nigga car. Only pulling up for the back ends. Back in, even back then, I was still getting back in. Nigga wanna fly me to too long. Gotta get three tickets. New coupe, it cop out too some. I don't try to see me in it. This bankroll look like coupons. Get money like P. Diddy. Talked off about three cities. Me and my dog, no fleas in it, bitch.
Baby, we can go. Long. 